Hello there. My name is Dan Costello, and I am America's Happiest Principal. This podcast is for you, all the educators out there who want to make their school more happy. Thanks for joining me. This is week two of America's Happiest Principal podcast, and I'm already off schedule. I'm very sad to report that I lost my brother Fred last week to a very sudden, very unexpected heart attack. And we spent about a week getting together as a family, getting together as friends, and laying him to rest is such a tough time. Um, and just a reminder that even though I am America's happiest principal, you know, I go through sadness, I go through grief, I go through loss anger, frustration, just as much as anybody else. And I'm not here to try to be a Pollyanna about making your school more happy. Uh, I know it takes work, but it's so worth it. The work is uh, so important and I'm really dedicating myself to making that happen at your school. So let's partner up, reach out to me, Dan at America's Happiest Principal.com. I'd love to hear from you, but let's get into it. Week two. Welcome to week two. Here's the topic for today's shows. Start off with a little biography, an overview of my LinkedIn, if you will, my unusual and circuitous career in education. Then we're going to just jump right into the happiness practice of the week. Uh, I got a great resource I'm looking forward to sharing with you. And then it's story time. So get ready and let's get started. So let's talk about the Dan Costello career. And I put that word in quotation marks because it's been unusual. Started teaching in 1993 at a great school just outside of Philadelphia called Holy Ghost Prep. I was a high school history teacher there. Go Firebirds! And got into coaching and doing a lot of clubs and the yearbook and things. I was a young man and we just started a family. So I was eager to make a mark and get started and maybe make a few extra bucks too. About five years later, I became uh, an administrator for the first time. We moved to Worcester, Massachusetts, and I was the assistant principal at Holy Name High School, then got promoted to principal of St. Bernard's High School in Fitchburg. So my career started in the Catholic system, and then I moved over and became a public school principal in the town of Gardner, moved over to Shrewsbury, and then down to Killingly, Connecticut. Uh, high school principal there in Killingly. I was drawn by the uh, very high salaries in the state of Connecticut. But I think I was not the right move for me at the time. I was going through a few things. Hashtag divorce. And I just decided to take a, a chance. We had a scholastic consultant working at the school in Killingly and I made a connection there and I walked out and I became a trainer and a coach with Scholastic for about three years, traveled around quite a bit doing trainings, um, being a coach, helping schools and districts implement Read 180, System 44, other Scholastic products. And then I had a great opportunity to join a company called Amplify. And Amplify 
was a ed tech company, kind of a startup feel to it. Had offices in Brooklyn and man, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I felt like I was working for Google or something. And I was a project manager. We had two statewide data use projects at Amplify. One was in Rhode Island, where we worked with every school and every district in the state providing data coaching. And one in Mississippi, which was a smaller project, but still uh, encompassed many districts across the state. I spent a lot of time in Mississippi. Really, really love that place. So many great people, nice people. Challenges to be sure, but it was a great experience. Unfortunately, Amplify was sold in 2017, and my division was liquidated. We got a very nice package, but it was uh, a tough, tough moment in my life because I was enjoying the work. I was doing well, but I was very, very fortunate to wind up at West Broadway Middle School in Providence, Rhode Island. Go Warriors. West Broadway is such a great school. Uh, such a committed staff, probably the the most committed, hardworking staff I've ever been associated with. Uh, just going the extra mile, do anything for kids. And then I was able to become the principal for three years at the Fowler School, go Tigers, in Maiden, Massachusetts, which is also my hometown. So, you know, about 15 years, uh, more or less as a principal, nine years in the private sector. And despite all this, I am still America's happiest principal. You know, as I look back over my career, there's several things that stick out as highlights. Um, there's definitely some lowlights, too, and I'm going to get to those probably in my next episode. But career highlights, um, first one I, I really remember is 1999, being an assistant principal at Holy Name High School and getting ready to deal with the Y2K bug. That was a computer problem in 1999 where there was concern that there would be chaos. And when the, the clock turned from 1999 to 2000, because a lot of the computer programs were not set up to kind of accommodate that fact. And there was a lot of concern that all the computer systems would stop working, student information systems, et cetera, et cetera. So we worked with all the vendors that we had. And uh, as you probably know, nothing really big happened when uh, on December 31st, 1999, clicked over to January 1st, 2000. But there was a lot of concern, a lot of pressure, and a lot of worry. Another highlight, when I got hired as the principal of Sherwood Middle School in Shrewsbury, due to a district reconfiguration, uh, sure would be is being started from scratch. And that was just such an exciting time because there was so much to do in creating a new school, hiring dozens of teachers, creating new teams, creating a school culture, school climate was uh, just a, a thrilling, exhilarating time. And it was hard work, man. There was lots of hours put in but I really enjoyed that. And I think Sherwood got off to a great start in the three years that I was there. And I think another highlight when I look back and I didn't really think about it too much until I started putting this podcast together, but I've been a public school principal in three States. I was certified first by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And then I spent a year, no, it was a couple of years in, excuse me, in uh, Killingly, Connecticut. I got certification there. And then in uh, Rhode Island. So certified in three states, served as a principal in three states. And 
I don't know if that puts me in completely unique company, but I'm, I bet it's a small club. But those are definitely some of those career highlights that I look back with. Fondness. So let's talk about the week two happiness practice. How about a random act of kindness? You can never go wrong with a rack, R-A-K, random act of kindness. Do something nice for someone. If you want to be happy, make somebody else happy. And I think everybody's very familiar with this concept. And I want to keep saying throughout my podcast that, you know, I'm not a self-help guru. I am not trying to convince everybody to be happy all the time. I know that that's not even possible. But I think what I'm really trying to do is think of ways in a school setting that we can be happier. And I think random acts of kindness have a very special place in schools. I mean, think about it. Here we are in July. And, you know, many of us are on summer vacation. But it wouldn't be great to reach out to a colleague and check in how things are going. What about reaching out to your admin? I know a lot of principals are in the office over the summer, getting things ready, maybe hiring some staff, letting them know you're thinking about them. I, I know as a principal, I would re always appreciate hearing from staff during the summer, especially if they're kind of expressing concern about how things are going at the school. So let's make a random act of kindness our priority this week. Let's find ways to touch base with colleagues, maybe even follow up with students, reach out to some parents who you have a relationship with, and let's make our school a happier place. And our happiness resource for week two is the NPR Joy Generator, National Public Radio NPR Joy Generator. I'm going to put a link in the description, or you can just Google it and jump right in there. This is such a cool website. Um, Here's the description of it. Feeling blah? Science shows you you can boost happiness by taking time for small moments of delight. And the NPR Joy Generator has a lot of that. Uh, so bookmark the site, maybe after a tough class or maybe right before a tough class or tough day, or maybe you're bored during a staff meeting. Uh, <laughs> we've all had those, right? A really, really bad PD. Come on. The Joy Generator is a great site. It, it has sounds and memories and images. And it really, it's almost like uh, taking a step back in time. I just listened to one a few minutes ago that had uh, the sound of a cat purring, had fire crackling, wind chimes. And all these things are meant uh, on this particular episode to uh, evoke feelings of nostalgia, which can make us happier thinking about better times, maybe when life was a little easier, maybe when life was a little simpler. So please check out the NPR Joy Generator. I think you're really going to like it. And please leave me a comment, shoot me an email, tell me how you feel about it. Dan at America's Happiest Principal.com. I would love to hear from you and check out this week's resource. It's story time. Yay! This is really one of my favorites. It's an all-time great, in my opinion. I'm not going to mention the school, the district where I was working. doesn't really matter. But one day I was walking around the schools in the morning, checking in on the classrooms, making sure we got off to a good start. Stopped by the cafeteria. And I noticed that they were chopping up hot dogs 
in the back. And I thought that was a little weird. And then, you know, I was chit-chatting and then they poured the hot dogs into a giant uh, pan and then put in a couple of gallons of tomato soup. And I'm like, what's going on? And they said, well, you know, we had hot dogs yesterday, but the kids didn't eat all the hot dogs. And so today we're making hot dog soup. And I just, I don't know why that stayed with me for so long and is such a clear memory. In fact, I actually thought about calling this podcast the Hot Dog Soup Podcast. Because in so many ways, it kind of typifies education, right? I mean, we're always trying to make do with what we got. We never have enough as educators, never enough resources. Uh, you know, so many educators uh, work so hard in in buildings that don't have all the things that they need with administration that's not supportive enough. And just, we never have enough. So we try to make do with what we have. We try to make the best, you know, as they say, when you got life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And that's been my motto. When life gives you hot dogs, make some hot dog soup. Thank you so much for listening to America's happiest principal podcast this week. It is appreciated. We'll see you next week. And remember, if you want to be happy, try to make somebody else happy.